Shit up, put the hip shit on the shelf. Cause the way the real weapons be it real with self. My eyes can see the glory of the coming of the left. I can't do it by myself, so I'm asking for help. It's time to switch it up, put the hip shit on the shelf. Cause the way the real weapons be it real with self. My eyes can see the glory of the coming of the left. I can't do it by myself, so I'm asking for help. Money, money, money. That's all okay, he's talking about. There's nothing wrong with being wealthy. Like Kanye West says, having money is not everything, but not having it is. No, Deuteronomy 8:18 says God gives us the ability to create wealth. No, it's the love of money that's the root of all money. Yes, I do think about other things than money. I'm just trying to leave a legacy for my Money's not everything, but when you got it, you can do some cool stuff. And now, your host for Talking Money in the Morning, financial health mentor to the working class, Mr. A. Cortez. Good morning, black world, and welcome to Talking Money in the Morning Live with your main man, H. Cortez, the one and only financial health mentor to the black community, everybody's favorite fatherpreneur where I do my absolute best to bring practical yet proven wealth-building strategy to working men and women all over this great nation of ours. It's truly an honor, privilege, and a blessing to be able to come to you live and direct from the Black Wealth Movement Studios here in St. Louis, Missouri. If you have not yet decided whether the Black Wealth Movement is a good fit for you, then let me help you out, man. If you are struggling and trying to become an entrepreneur, then uh, the Black Wealth Movement is for you. We help you with your own business in the financial education space, uh, which is about a $100 billion per year industry. So I'm sure if you try it hard enough, you can carve out a few uh, dollars for yourself. Two, uh, if you're trying to uh, understand how uh, that gross amount on your paycheck and that net amount on your paycheck is, there's a big gap there and you want to close that gap, minimize your taxes, we can help you there. If you're trying to figure out this whole debt deal and you're like, man, I should never have gotten into bed with some of these uh, companies as it relates to debt and you want to get yourself out of debt, we can help you there. Also, if you uh, are looking to improve your credit, right, we've got some solutions for you when it comes to credit. We have a do-it-yourself credit education program that is uh, phenomenal, phenomenal. And then if you want to learn how to invest, how investments work, so you can sit down with a professional and get your investment portfolio popping. Yeah, we got you covered. All you got to do is text Black Wealth Movement to 314-874-6887. We'd be happy to talk to you about what's up and how we do what we do and how you, my friend, can uh, benefit from uh, partnering with us uh, and the company that backs the Black Wealth Movement, which is my econ, a personal financial success company that provides the tools and the resources, and we provide the branding and the marketing and we bring economic empowerment to our communities. Again, text Black Wealth Movement to 314-874-6887 to get all the details on how we can help you win financially for 2018. Do me a huge favor, guys. If you have not already, click the like button. I want you to go ahead and click uh, the thumbs up or the thumbs down. If you don't like the show, just rate it either way. And if you have not already subscribed to the YouTube channel, go ahead and hit the subscribe button so that you stay connected with all of the shows that we do, not just Talking Money in the Morning, uh, but we do some midday shows, we do some weekly shows, and believe it or not, I've got my sugar on board with a brand new show on, um, I'm going to be on the internet radio station, K-O-V, uh, K-O-V-L radio.com we're going to do what's called hustle and love me and my sugar that's right i'm going to introduce you guys to my better half and a lot of that stuff is going to go down right here on this youtube channel so you want to be in connection with that so hit the subscribe button so you get notifications also keep in mind that you can always catch the replays of the shows on tv.financialhealthmentor.com again that's tv financialhealthmentor.com. Good morning, Body by Bazell is in the building. Uh, Personal Economy Coach is also in the building. And Future Leaders LLC is in the building as well. Good morning. If you're just jumping on, we always encourage you to uh, state where you're from and also give us the name of your brand so you can get your business shout out. And you never know who's on the stream that might want to connect with you guys. So before we get the show started, if you're new, I always like to let you know exactly who this show is for. This show is for risers and grinders, man, you got to be ready to get up, get out and get something in today's economy. And if that's you, 
this is your show, right? If you're like me, every night before I lay down to sleep, I'm thinking to myself, what am I going to do today, tomorrow, next month, next year, next five years to make sure my children's children are proud to bear my last name? If that is you, then my friend, this is your show. On the other hand, who is the show not for? The show is not for the bump on the log. It's not for that person who has a problem with money. You think money is evil. Capitalism is a dirty word. You think wealthy people are jerks. We have to politely ask you to exit stream left, right? If that's how you think, uh, what you don't realize is you're uh, repelling money, success, prosperity. Uh, you're, you're repelling all of that stuff from you instead of attracting it to you. And we on this show want to attract money and success uh, and peace, joy, love, prosperity to us. So if that's you, uh, you have to exit the stream, man. We have a very, very low tolerance for negativity, man. So I can tell you each and every morning, though, I don't have a problem with you not wanting to be wealthy. That's your prerogative. I only have a problem with you when you have a problem with me wanting to be wealthy. Uh, do not let my aspirations to be a billionaire rub you the wrong way. So today's show is how to be blessed. I'm going to give you some keys that I use. People always say, hey, Cortez, man, you just you just seem to be blessed, man. You, My, my mom used to say that I have more favor on my life than King David from, from the Bible. Uh, and I think there is something to that, man, uh, because where I am and the things that I do, uh, I, I am. People are always pouring into my life. People are always blessing me. And I, and I think that's because I do a handful of things. Uh, and, and I think there is an art to being blessed. So we're going to talk about some of those keys, guys. Forgive me if I have to... Um, Take a sip of my Black Mama tea and cafe tea uh, because I am still, I got a little tickle in the back of my throat. And the Black Mama agave, man, is, this is good stuff. Are you guys sweetening your coffee with agave? You sweeten your tea with agave nectar? This is uh, organic hibiscus agave. I mean, it is delicious, man. Um, so again, if you're new or uh, just jumping on, go ahead and type where you're from, the name of your brand. Uh, and give yourself a business shout out. If you're not tooting your own horn, who actually is? <clears throat> so, I just, I think I have seven or eight keys to being blessed because believe it or not, it's a lot easier to block your own blessings than one would think. It's a lot easier to bless your own, uh, to block your own blessings than one would think. So here we go. The first, uh, I think this is, I forgot to write down the verse for this one, uh, but this is actually scripture. Let me see if I can pull up the verse real quick. <clears throat> I might still have it. But I've been thinking about this all weekend. And one of the things that, one of the things that you absolutely have to stop doing if you're going to be blessed, is you have to stop hanging with the wrong people. So the first thing uh, that you're going to write down, if you're taking notes on, uh, let's let's go with, uh, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So number seven, we're going to go from seven down to one. If you're going to be blessed, you have to stop hanging with the wrong people. Stop hanging with the wrong people, right? Watch how you behave. This verse uh, says, uh, I think it's uh, Psalms 1.1, says, Blessed is the man or woman that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of the sinner, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. If you are going to be blessed, then you have to watch carefully your associations. How can God bless you when you, my friend, are running with people who are doing all sorts of evil, right? Even if you are not participating in the evil, just by hanging with the wrong people, you are in, the, in support of wrongdoing. So blessed is a man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. 
So you yourself cannot be the type of person that follows the advice of the ungodly. You yourself cannot be the person who supports the ungodly. You, you remember back in school uh, and you had those kids who would pick on other kids and, and sometimes you were you were not happy about the other kid getting picked on, but maybe you were glad that they were not picking on you. So you didn't try to intervene or try to stop that action from happening. But it wasn't you who were doing the picking on. So you were not causing the trouble, but because you didn't stand against it, by default, you were supporting the trouble. Maybe they were talking or, or we would say joning on somebody who was less fortunate. So they're joning and we're snickering. We're now we're not the one that's doing the talking about the person, but we're snickering, we're laughing. We're so so we are not doing the activity directly, but we are in support of. If you're going to be blessed, you have to be very careful that you do not support evil by way of standing in the council or in, in the way of sinners or walking in the counsel of the ungodly, or sitting in the seat of the scornful. Are you the type of person who has something to say about other people when they are down and out, right? That's scornful. That's mockery. See, if you're going to be blessed, you got to be careful with your behavior, because if there is the law of sowing and reaping, that means what goes around comes around. That means if you're the type of person that likes to talk about people when they're down, that means that has to eventually come back around to you. And how does that come back around to you? Then you eventually have to find yourself down and in a position where people can talk about you. So you have to be careful about your actions on a day-to-day -day basis and who you associate with. Because when you're associating with people, whether you're directly involved or indirect, just supporting certain behaviors, you, my friend, could be blocking your very own blessings. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Or are you just trying to live right yourself? Or are you just trying to do right yourself? Blessed is the man who does not stand in the way of the sinners. You know which way sinners are going in. Are you trying to hang around in that direction? <clears throat> or do you just flat out go in an opposite direction? Nor sit in the seat of the scornful. Are you that type of person when you get a little blessing yourself, you sit high and you look low and you talk about people um, and, and, and you mock people and you scorn people for where they are and the, 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 the lot that has been cast to them. If you are participating in that activity, then you, my friend, are blocking your own blessing. So number seven, watch your actions and your association. The way you treat others could block your blessing. The people that you hang around can block your blessings. Number six, Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. You have got to put God first if you are going to be blessed. And putting God first is not just not doing the wrong thing, but it's about doing the right thing. When opportunity presents itself, some people not will not do the wrong thing. But then there's a difference between people who don't do the wrong thing, but go out of their way to make certain they do the right thing. If you're going to be blessed, then you, my friend, will absolutely have to put God first. Do the right thing, and that's not just not doing the wrong thing. Because, like I said, when you're sitting around people and they're talking about other people, they're backstabbing, they're backbiting, and you're sitting in that environment and you do nothing, you're not doing the wrong thing because the wrong thing would be to join in the conversation. So you're not doing that, but you're also not doing the right thing, which is 
intervening, saying, you know what, it's not cool to talk about someone outside of their presence. Why don't y'all table this conversation until we can get that brother or that sister in here? That way we can get both sides of the story, right? So doing the right thing ultimately leads to blessings. And a lot of times, man, it just, it don't seem like it. <laughs> I'll be honest. A lot of times doing the right thing don't seem like it's going to lead to a blessing, but it absolutely does every single time. Um, and you just got to trust and believe that and, and, and test it, right? And then really once you're used to going out of your way to do the right thing, that becomes your habit, you'll realize that you're a lot more blessed uh, than you ever could imagine. And sometimes we are so blessed and, and we have blessings in so many areas in our life that we can't even count them and we don't even see certain things as blessings. But when you start going out of your way to do the right thing, you're going to create a, an awareness of the blessings that you have your hands on. Number five, we're talking about how to be blessed. The things that you have to go through or the things that you have to do, the habits that you have to create in your life that's going to create blessing in your life. Not only blessing from God, but blessings from man as well, right? Not that we want to seek the blessings of others, but God uses people to fulfill his calling. Sometimes God puts people in your life to bless you, so the blessing will come from men. Number five, be grateful. Could you be in a situation where you're not as blessed as you could be? Or you're waiting on certain blessings that just seem like they're out of reach for you. Could it be you're not showing any gratitude for the blessings that have already come in your life? Could it be that God has already blessed you with some things that you have not yet stopped to take the time and thank him for? Could, could that be it? We're talking about how to be blessed, man. And there is a certain habit, certain set of habits that you have in your life that will open the windows of heaven that, so that an abundance of blessings will fall on you. And having an attitude of gratitude is one of the easiest things that you can do to keep yourself in line for blessings. Having an attitude of gratitude is one of the easiest things that you can do to keep yourself in line for blessings. If you're just joining the show, I want you to go ahead and type in the chat where you're from and also the name of your brand so we can give you a business shout out uh, and help you understand uh, a little bit about branding and marketing. Man, always shout yourself out when you're in a public forum. You never know. Uh, if they say your net worth comes from your network, well, how do people know to network with you if they don't know what you do? They don't know who you are. So go ahead and type in the chat who you are in the name of your brand. Even if you're not building a brand, just type your, uh, uh, your name in the city uh, that you're from. Um, and, and that way other people on the stream can connect with you. So or do you show an attitude of gratitude for all the many blessings that come in your life? Or do you spend too much time focusing on the things that you don't have? That's the question today. Do you spend too much time on the things that you don't have or do you take time to give praise, give thanks for all of the little things that have shown up in your life? That is the question. An attitude of gratitude is the easiest way to give yourself or position yourself to receive a multitude of a blessing. So let's go on to today's quote of the day. And let's see that what we have here. The main reason I make more money than you 
You share nonsense on social media and I share opportunity. Which pays more? <laughs> That's a good one. The main reason I make more money than you is you share nonsense on social media and I share opportunity, which pays more. That's for my man, Evan Jefferson, uh, author of The Black Billionaires Club, the book, A Study of the 12 Black Billionaires on the Planet right now today. Good quote. A lot of people use social media for what it's designed for is to be social, right? But then I know a lot of people who have businesses and all they use social media for is to share nonsense and they never promote their business on social media. And I think that is a mistake. And I believe Evan does too, based on this quote, the reason I make more money than you, you share nonsense on social media and I share opportunity, which pays more. So you guys, if you want to grab the book, The Black Billionaires Club, I want you to go to www.theblackbillionairesclub.com. The book is a great read, but in addition to the book, you also get a free class on how to Bitcoin, uh, a beginner's guide video uh, on uh, cryptocurrencies and what you need to know about buying Bitcoin uh, and how to set up your accounts and all that stuff. So it's an uh, excellent book and class, but it also leads to the Black Billionaires Club, which is an opportunity for you to partner with other like minds uh, that can teach you some things about uh, investments and how money works. Uh, you get some accountability partners and things of that nature. So uh, that's Evan Jefferson, author of The Black Billionaires Club. We did a study on him uh, a couple Fridays ago based on, uh, he, I think he sold over 750 copies of this book internationally and he self-published and self-distributed. So you do the math, that's 15 grand uh, that he's able to produce himself by being the owner and the distributor of his own product. So guys, if you are in business, make sure you're using social media to help grow and establish your brand. Again, go to theblackbillionairesclub.com uh, to get yourself a copy of that book. I mean, it's, it's, it's a study. If you want to be wealthy, you have to study wealthy people. Uh, and this is a story of the 12 black billionaires, how they built their wealth. Uh, it's great because they're, they're from all different backgrounds and gone through uh, different things uh, in their lives that propelled them to uh, become the person that they needed to become first and foremost, so they can then produce the assets that they have. Um, how many of you guys know that in order to be a billionaire, you have to first become a billionaire and then you can do the things that billionaires do in order to acquire a billion dollars worth of assets and resources, right? So we're talking about how to be blessed. Really quickly, uh, it's your activity and some things that you need to stop doing that can open the doors for you to be blessed. Blessed is the man to walk not in the council of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, right? Are you doing any of these activities? Are you looking for blessings while at the same time you are following the crowd doing things that are ungodly? Are you looking for blessings while at the same time you are standing in the way of sinners? You are doing what sinners do? Are you looking for blessings while at the same time you're sitting in the seat of the scornful. All you can do is mock and scorn others. If you're doing that stuff right now, I'm telling you, you're blocking your blessings. Number six, got to put God first. It's not, it's not enough to just not do the wrong thing. You have to also strive to go out of your way sometimes to do the right thing. Number five, be grateful. You have to count your blessings. Spend more time counting your blessings than you do spending time uh, counting the things that you don't have. So many people are focused on the things that they don't have that they don't keep in mind or they don't uh, show gratitude for the things that they do have. You absolutely got to have an attitude of gratitude. Uh, 
Number four, this is a big one, and, and this is one that, that really blocks your blessings. Number four, you have to learn how to rejoice with those who are being blessed. You have to learn how to rejoice with those who are rejoicing. See, sometimes we see people around us getting blessed and we're not happy for them. In fact, when we see people around us getting blessed, the first thing that we say is, where's my blessing? Right? I mean, you, guys, you, you know people like that? You guys aren't talking to me this morning. You know people like that? They see somebody else getting blessed and the first thing that they say is where is mine? Not, hey, I'm happy for you. Oh, congratulations. Oh, you deserve it. It's, no, if you got that, then I got this coming. Or oh, where is mine? Can't be like that because that attitude blocks your blessing. That attitude blocks your blessing. You have to rejoice with those who are rejoicing. So when you see somebody around you getting blessed, be genuinely happy for that person. <coughs> I, I, I congratulate that person. Sometimes you have to go out of your way to do this stuff, but go out of your way to congratulate that person. Go out of your way to let that person know that you feel they deserve that blessing. Rejoice with those who are rejoicing. This is how you unlock the windows of heaven to receive your own blessings. When other people are being blessed, you have to be happy for those people. Because if you're in the position to where you can witness somebody being blessed, that means you're in the right atmosphere. You're in the right place where blessings happen. So you got to thank God for that. If I'm in a, a group of people that are always being blessed, I'm in the right place. So I know my blessing is coming eventually. So I'm going to be happy for those who are having success. I'm happy for those who are winning. I'm happy for those who are receiving the accolades. I'm happy for those who are receiving the rewards. I'm happy for those who are getting the advancements, the promotions on the job. I'm happy for those people. And I want them to know that as you rejoice, I'm rejoicing with you, right? This is how you unlock your own blessing. This is how you get the windows of heaven to open for you so you can receive some of these blessings. You have to learn how to rejoice when others are rejoicing. Don't count their pockets, what they're going to do with it. Don't count what they've done to deserve it. Don't uh, 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 try to figure out uh, if if they're getting some sort of special favor or, or don't let none of that stuff come to your mind. Only thing should come to your mind is, hey, man, I, man, congratulations. I know I'm in the right place because everybody around me is getting blessed. So I'm in a place where blessings happen. So uh, I can't do nothing but get blessed. So I'm going to be happy for everybody else as they're receiving their blessing. And you're going to eventually start to get blessed as a result. Number three. Another big one, man. This is how you get blessed, y'all. This is how you get blessed. Number three. Be a blessing to other people. Be a blessing to other people. Right? See, some of us have it and, and have been blessed and have been uh, given uh, and, and are positions of more than enough, but we won't bless anybody else. Right? It's the old saying with the clutch fist. You're holding on to everything that you have, and that's cool. But just know that while you're not letting anything go from that clutch fist, you're also not letting anything in. So one of the best ways to receive a blessing or to put yourself in line for a blessing 
is to take the time to bless other people, right? And it doesn't always mean something monetarily. It doesn't always mean uh, with giving of gifts. Sometimes you can be a blessing to other people by just being there to listen as they're going through something. Sometimes you can be a blessing to other people uh, uh, just by uh, offering support. Uh, uh, maybe they, they need transportation. Whatever it is, you learn how to be a blessing to others because of what? The law of reciprocity, the law of sowing and reaping. When I need a blessing in an area, I go and bless somebody else in that area. If I need a blessing in, in the area of finances, then you learn to go bless people in their area of finance. So you might sow a seed of blessing. Uh, good morning from Mobile, Alabama. All right, Savvy, Savvy Lady, or is it Savvy N Lady? Good morning. Sometimes being, uh, uh, if I need a blessing of, of, of comfort and support, then I go comfort someone else. See, one of the quickest ways to get through anything that you're going through is help someone else get through it. That's how you be a blessing. So if I'm struggling financially, I might take a, a, a little bit of money and I go help somebody else who is struggling financially. Right now, let me say this about being a blessing, um, especially when it comes to financial. <clears throat> a lot of us want to bless people with our resources. See, you're blessed with a certain amount of resources and those resources or those seeds are to be planted by you so they can grow and create an abundance in your life. You're blessed with resources and seeds so that you can plant those seeds so they can grow and become an abundance for you. But some of us are giving away our seeds as blessings. No, you have to plant your own seed so your seed can produce a harvest of an abundance and then you bless those with the overflow. See, there's a reason that when you're doing these things and you become blessed, that your blessings are, are pressed down, shaken together and running over is so that you can bless with the overflow, right? So when, when, when you have, think about a saucer and a teacup. Right. Why is the saucer there? Because when you fill the teacup up too much and you move around a little bit, then the 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 cup overflows and the excess lands on the saucer to keep from making a mess. Well, you're capturing that excess and it's that excess that you use to bless other people with. Because if you keep blessing people with your source, if you keep blessing people with the, the main source then that creates a perpetual cycle of everybody needing to be blessed. So if I took my light bill money and say, hey, my light bill isn't due for two weeks, so I'm going to take my light bill money and bless you because they're about to turn your lights off tomorrow. Well, guess what? Now I've created a need in my own life. And now eventually somebody's going to have to come bless me because I don't have my light bill money anymore. Somebody else is going to have to. So we create a perpetual cycle of blessing in a in a limited situation no you don't bless people with your seed you bless them with the abundance of your harvest and sometimes if you don't have an abundance in your harvest it's okay to say i i'm not in position to bless you right yeah sometimes we, we, it's all we have and it's okay to say you know what i don't have it to bless you this time Right. That person's blessing might have to come from somewhere else. But just know that when you are in positions of abundance, when your cup does run it over, there's a reason that God blesses you above what you need so that you can be a blessing to others. And if you want to continue and stay in a perpetual state of blessing and cup runneth over, then you take your overflow and you continue to bless other people with it. Right. If you're going to be a blessing, be a blessing to other people, whatever you're going through, whether it's something financial, whether it's something emotional, whether it's something social, whether it's something physical, 
then you pray for someone else in the same situation. You, if you're sick uh, and, and you're aching and you're ill, go uh, uh, pick up the phone and call somebody who else is sick and speak life over them. Speak to them uh, and, and help them get through what they're going through. And by uh, the law of reciprocity says that's going to come back to you and other people want to start speaking life over you, blessing you. That's how you get blessed. You have to be a blessing to other people. Number two. Number two. You got to call yourself blessed, man. Number two. In order to uh, uh, set yourself up to be blessed, you got to call yourself blessed, right? So many people speak so much negativity over their lives. That's what's manifesting in their lives. So many people are speaking constantly without ceasing negativity in their lives. That's all that's manifesting in their lives is that negativity. If you are going to be blessed, you're going to call yourself blessed. See, the words that come out of your mouth are seeds that grow and produce a harvest. If those words that come out of your mouth are positive, they're going to grow and produce a harvest of positivity in your life. If those seeds that come out of your mouth are negative, they're going to grow and they're going to produce a harvest of negativity in your life. Number two, in order to be blessed, you have to call yourself blessed. Especially when you don't feel blessed. You don't see any blessings on the horizon. You've got to speak those things into existence. I tell you guys all the time, man. All the universe knows how to do is say yes. But you got to ask the right question. Man, I'm so stupid. Universe says yes. So let's manifest things in this person's life that validate their stupidity. Man, I ain't going to never win. Man, I'm always losing. Everything I do fails. The universe says, yes. So let's manifest things in this person's life that validate their failure. Let's help them see all the areas in their life where they have failed. All the universe knows how to do is say yes. Right? Man, I knew I wasn't going to get the job. I ain't gonna, probably ain't going to get the next one either. The universe says, yes. Let's manifest some things in that person's life to make sure that we validate that which that person believes. If you're going to be blessed, you have to call yourself blessed. You have to speak life over yourself. Speak life over your spouse. Speak life over your children. Call your children blessed. Call your spouse blessed. Call your friend blessed. Call your business blessed. Call your job blessed. See, the words that come out of your mouth are creating the world in which you live. The things that you perceive are your reality. If you think that you are a failure, then everything in your world, everything that you see, is going to validate that for you. Right? It's the story of the twin brothers, right? Raised by an abusive dad in the same house. Dad was a drunk. First brother became a drunk. He's asked later on in life, why did you become a drunk? Well, look at my dad. That's why I'm a drunk. Second brother, wildly successful. Why did you become wildly successful? Look at my dad. 
I knew what I was not going to become. See, your perception is your reality. And if you are not speaking life over yourself, and then you couple that with hanging around the wrong people who also speak death over you and to you and about you in your absence, then yeah, you're creating a perfect storm of perpetual lack, a perfect storm of perpetual failure. You say you're a failure, the universe says, okay. But the reverse is true. You call yourself blessed. You call yourself a winner. You call yourself a go-getter. You call your business successful. You call your, your, your marriage successful. You call your children blessed and that they're successful and they're hanging with the right people. You speak life over your life and the universe also says yes. And everything your children go through, everything your children see, everything your husband see, everything your wife sees, everything that happens in your business, all that does is validate that, yes, you're a winner. Are you speaking life to yourself? Or are you speaking death? You got to call yourself blessed. Let's get to today's book excerpt of the day. And then we will wrap this thing up with my number one. And then we'll do a quick recap. So I'm into um, Cashflow Quadrant, Robert Kiyosaki. And you guys know I'm talking about tax deductions and taxes all the time. <coughs> Excuse me. So he's talking about in this, it says, why does government leave the B and the I side alone? He's talking about the government interfering with uh, self-employed people and employees. Why is there a difference between the two entities? He said, in reality, government does not leave the B and the I side alone. So the B and the I side stands for the business owner and investment side of the quadrant. It is more that the B and the I side has more ways of escaping and hiding wealth. In Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I talked about the power of corporations. One big reason the rich keep more of their wealth is simply because they operate as corporate bodies and not human bodies. A human body needs a passport to go from country to country. A corporate body does not. A corporate body travels the world freely and can offer and can often work freely. A human body needs to register with the government. And in America, they need a green card to work. A corporate body does not. While governments would like to take more money from corporate bodies, they realize that if they pass abusive tax laws, the corporate bodies will take both their money and their jobs to some other country. In the industrial age, people talked about offshore as a country. The rich have always sought tax havens where their money would be treated kindly. Today, offshore is not a country. It is cyberspace. Money, being an idea and invisible, can now hide in the invisible or at least out of sight from the human eye. Soon, if it is not already being done, people will do their banking on, an, uh, on a geosynchronous satellite orbiting in space, free from any laws. Or they may choose to operate in a country whose laws are more favorable to rich people. So talking about, again, the difference between wealthy people and poor and middle class people, they operate as corporations, right? It makes me think about my girl Mojo. She talks, she talks all the time about operating as a boss, right? The reason I have my home-based businesses because it gives me a, a different set of latitude uh, than operating as a human body. Operating as corporate bodies are different. You have the tax laws are set up differently for you. So today's daily book excerpt is brought to you by Monetize My Life Academy, uh, all things branding and marketing for the solopreneur to take their business and their brand to the next level. Uh, if you missed uh, last year's promotion where you could have joined for $20 a month, I'm sorry. Uh, it is now $40 a month to join Monetize My Life Academy. Uh, but we teach you all things branding and marketing, how to explode and 10x your brand with all the courses, webinars, um, ebooks, everything that you need on every subject, especially 
uh, online marketing that you can ever imagine. Uh, even if you just grabbed it for one month, you can absolutely learn a ton. There's a lot of stuff that you can download in 30 days and you can own that stuff. I don't mind if, if that's kind of how you operate, but I do put new stuff in there every single month uh, to continue to grow the database and that uh, body of resources. Also, go over to the website right now and grab your free ebook, Easy Online Incomes. Go to www.monetizemylifeacademy.com and grab your free ebook, Easy Online Incomes. And that's going to help you understand how you can turn some of your passions and know-how into profits. MonetizeMyLifeAcademy.com All right, so we are up to number one, which is my favorite of all time. But before we do that, let me recap all seven. Seven is uh, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. Are you minding your behavior in your attempt to be blessed? A lot of times we say we want to be blessed, but we're doing things that are counterproductive to actually being blessed. We're doing things against God's will, against God's rules, and we're at the same time hoping that God will bless us. Doesn't work that way. Number six, got to put God first. Not only can you not do bad things, but you have to do good things. You have to understand that there's, there, there's no middle ground. There's either righteousness or unrighteousness. Are you striving to be righteous, right? There is no in-between. Number five, be grateful. Count your blessings. Attitude of gratitude is real, y'all, and it can change your life. Number uh, four, rejoice with those who are rejoicing. When you see somebody being blessed, be happy for them. Congratulate them. Uh, let them know that you are happy for them because that's how you position yourself to be blessed. Number three, be a blessing to others. We're blessed to be a blessing. When we say blessed, we mean don't bless people with all you got. Bless people with your overflow. There's a reason that you're blessed with more than enough. There's a reason that you can plant a seed and that seed produces a harvest with millions more seeds, but also sustenance for you to eat. And in that, out of that overflow, that's what you bless people with. And don't feel guilty if you do not have an overflow to bless people from. Right? A lot of times we feel guilty that if our cup isn't running over and somebody asks us for something uh, and all we have is what we need to survive, we feel guilty about saying, I don't have it right now. You don't have to feel guilty about that because if you've demonstrated in the past that you are willing to bless people with the overflow, guess what? God will keep an overflow in your life because he knows that you will bless other people with it. Right? Number two. Call yourself blessed. You got to speak life over yourself. Call yourself blessed. Number one. Number one. And this is the number one reason that people will not be blessed. Believe it or not, you have to take your blessing. You have to go take your blessing. Right? God promised the children of Israel the promised land. But the land was inhabited by giants. They had to go possess that land, meaning they had to go take it from the giants. See, sometimes we don't get blessed because our blessings come dressed in overalls and look like work. And for some reason, because we see God as all-powerful, which he is, we think that in order, when, when he blesses us, we're thinking that, oh, he's just going to give us what we're asking for. No, we could ask for a financial blessing. And God says, okay, I'm going to make provision for you to get a new job or get an increase on your job, or I'm going to give you an idea to start a business, but because we didn't wake up one morning and there was an extra $10,000 in our bank account, we're saying God didn't bless us. 
But as we slept through the night, God hit us with a dream of a business or an idea or a product or service or something that could make us millions. All we have to do is go and put that into manifestation. We're saying, man, I, I, I still need this money. And God is saying, I showed you via your dream how you're going to make all of your financial blessings come to fruition. All you have to do is execute on what I showed you. And the moment you start walking towards executing what I showed you, I'm going to guide your footsteps to make sure that you are on the right path to get there. But you, my friend, have to go take this blessing that I've laid out for you. And the main reason God does it that way is because whenever you are blessed, it requires a certain amount of character to maintain or keep you in the space of blessed. And sometimes the character that you have right now isn't enough to keep you in that space. So in order to develop the character, you have to go possess your blessing. And in the process of possessing the blessing, your character is being developed that's going to sustain you in your blessing. It's like being a blessed with a big house that God didn't give to you. You didn't go and possess it the right way. So your character was not developed. So inside two years, you have to give the big house back. See, a lot of people don't want to hear this, but you have to go take your blessings. You have to go possess your blessings. <coughs> your blessings don't literally fall out of the sky and land in your lap. You have to do some things. You have to do some actions that's going to position you. You have to go and possess. You have to put in some work. Faith without works are dead. So there is the belief that you have, and then you exercise the belief that you have by doing the work that's going to bring the blessing into manifestation. Right? Now, I'm not saying that God won't bless you without an action. There's been times in my life where I needed things, and somebody showed up and just said, hey, you know what? It was placed on my heart to come give you 100 bucks. You know, it was placed in my heart to bring you some groceries. Now, I'm not saying that cannot happen. And I'm not saying that does not happen. But for the most part, when God blesses, there is action required on your part to possess it. And so many people are missing their blessing because this is the only action that they can do. Is they put their hands out and they're waiting on God to drop the blessings in their hand. Even though blessings are falling and sometimes all they have to do is this to catch it, they won't even do that. No, God, you have to be accurate. You have to drop it not only in the palm of my hand, you have to drop it in the center of the palm of my hand in order for me to know that it came from you. Not how God works for the most part. He has the ability, but a lot of times it's, it's more about developing your character to sustain you in the blessed place. And that's why you have to go through things. That's why you have to go possess your blessing. That's why you have to go take action to get the blessing because the actions that you take will develop your character and your responsibility to keep you in the, in the maintenance of your blessing. See, sometimes talent can get you to a place where character can't sustain you. So a lot of times going after our blessing, going to possess our blessings requires a development of our character. We have to become someone else because the person we are right now couldn't handle the blessing. So as we're on our way to possessing the blessing, our character is refined. Our responsibility is refined so that we are maintained in the blessing when we get there. Right? All the griping and the grumbling that the children of Israel did on their way to the promised land. God said, y'all ain't ready. He said, y'all ain't ready for the promised land. Your character that you're demonstrating right now cannot sustain you if I just picked you up and put you in the promised land. 
So you're going to have to go through some character development. You have to develop and refine your responsibility. So when I do, when you do go and possess the promised land, you keep it. You stay there. You be maintained. So real quick, seven. Number one, you got to go take your blessing, man. Number two, you got to call yourself blessed. Number three, you got to be a blessing to others. Number four, you got to rejoice with um, those that are being blessed. Number five, you got to be grateful uh, for all the blessings that you've already received. Number six, you got to put God first. Number seven, you got to make sure that you are living upright. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in this way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. Guys, there are things that you have to do and they have to become habitual for you if you're going to be able to be blessed continually. And that's what I like, how to be blessed, right? Continual present tense. I don't want a singular blessing. I want to be blessed. I want to continually, I want to receive blessings continually, perpetually. And the only way that you do that is you create certain habits that allow God to continue to move in your life and through your life. And I think that is big. When you allow God to move in your life and through your life, you position yourself to be in a state of perpetual blessing. I've been in a state of perpetual blessing my entire life. Even with all of the hardships that I've gone through, even through, uh, I mean, everything that I've gone through, I've stayed in a perpetual state of blessing and I'm going to continue to live in a perpetual state of blessing for the rest of my life. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, not some of the days of my life, all the days of my life because of the actions that I'm putting forth, putting God first, speaking my blessing, uh, blessing others with my overflow. These are things that are habits for me. And when you make them your habits, you will walk in a perpetual state of blessings all the days of your life. Real quick shout out to our sponsors for today, Monetize My Life Academy. Go to monetizemylifeacademy.com, grab your free ebook, Easy Online Incomes. Also, uh, Evan Jefferson, author of theblackbillionairesclub.com. Hop over there, grab your copy of that book, The Black Billionaires Club, man, the study of the 12 black billionaires of today. Uh, it is my goal to get in the fourth or fifth edition of this by the time it comes out. Uh, yeah, he's going to be writing about H. Cortez. Uh, as one of the, the 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 billionaires of the day. So I appreciate each and every one of you guys for tuning in. Body by Bazell, Personal Economy Coach, uh, Future Leaders LLC, uh, Savvy Lady. Uh, appreciate all of you guys for tuning in. Remember, you can always catch replays of the show on iTunes and Stitcher. You can download them as MP3s, or you can go over to my website, tv.financialhealthmentor.com. Dot com where you get my written commentary as well as the replays of the actual videos too and you can support my sponsors there as well so i'm your man h cortez the one and only financial health mentor to the black community everybody's favorite fatherpreneur until i talk to you guys next time i want you to get your money up because you absolutely can do it but more importantly you deserve it each and every one of you peace out y'all see the fools just tried to warn you Ready or not, they about to move on us. God of righteousness about to take and cut the enemy loose on us. And what you gonna do, huh? You gonna stand up or you gonna fold? Talk that shit, but when it pop off, watch how many G's turn to hoes. They gonna be up against some real killers. And not they brothers in these streets only popping out of fear, nigga. Don't you know they plot your destruction and preparations are being made? The ridge you had this earth down, want your trick ass as a slave. So I'm spitting this wake up call to all the ghetto soldiers. You had your fun in the game, but now it's time to do what you're supposed to. Got you killing each other in these streets like you don't give a fucking care. But we in psychological warfare. We ain't got no lives to spare. You better prepare yourself. Judgment day and the hour. The final 60 seconds, total dominion and all power. Will be placed in the hands of the original man. It began several years ago, yo, when those niggas began to roll and hoes. Your common ground like solutions on out of the cold. But what's it just know? We feeling the same way at the same time, though. On that nigga mind, I come.
motherfuckers, now with a bow, pull a seat to the round table, each nigga bow, they stay low, inside went the ground, now it's time to hold the world to make way for, five, six, seven, eight cats, from scratch cake, we make that, paper cats, they hate that, y'all got shit, we don't take that, have your cash like, where the wake at, my rap, can't shake that, come like 10 PTs on a plugger, from every angle, you can't escape that, got out the game to lay back, school the youngest, they ain't how to weigh that, develop your heart, for you start running these streets, sometimes you stay strapped, be aware that it is a trap, the whole shit, since way back, so never in the struggle, but black man, we got to break that, get on some like payback, just feeling the need to say that, we down out of town, we gotta switch it up, like ASAP. I wonder what's my destiny, cause true to life, I got some problems that be stressing me, but still I'm living, so I know that God is blessing me, and with these niggas hollering fam to the death of me, that's how I feel, in troubled times of these last days, I hope through life that I done took the right pathway, I look around and it might be too late to turn back, and when I see a nigga Yo, I learned that, so watch your step. Bullshit and get you nowhere. And disrespect the nigga, shit don't even go there. Keep your third eye open up at all times. And beneficial if you stay away from all crimes. Watch the police. I hope I touch at least one nigga. Even if I never make not one figure. So God forgive me for the sins and the lies I told. But ain't no lie, this here is coming from inside my soul. I love this shit. It's time to switch it up. Put the hip shit on the shelf. Cause the way the real weapons be real with self. My knives them seen the glory of the coming of the